This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. You're going to love today's guest back again, intuitive medium, Deborah Hanlon. Deborah Hanlon from the Center for Being, Knowing, Doing in Newburgh. She's an intuitive medium who says the deceased have taught her how to help the living live well. So that's our topic for today. I hope you are planning to join me for some fun coming up. Look at this because we made it to February already. That's feeling good. February 17th, there's going to be a healing circle for women who have been traumatized physically, emotionally, sexually. It doesn't matter how long ago. And you don't have to say a word. Just come to this circle, be healed, exhale. If you know someone who could use this circle, do tell them about it. February 23rd, we got to have a little fun and kick up our heels. So come to a Learn to Dance Country Line Dance for men and women at the Mount Carmel Hall in Verplank just outside of Peekskill, I always wanted to learn how to country line dance. So I hired an instructor and a DJ, come have a little fun. And this helps support the Mount Carmel Food Pantry. Now in March, the first weekend in March, we're gonna have a women's retreat in Ossining, the second annual at Dale. So bring your great big mug, your favorite coffee, your tea mug, and your slippers and your journal and your pen. And some warm clothes, too, in case we get to go outside for a labyrinth walk. We're right on the Hudson. There's gorgeous sunsets. We're going to learn about orosoma, living energies, EFT, tapping, muscle testing. It is a wonderful, wonderful time. Can't wait to see you there. Casey.co has all the information. K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. All right. Intuitive medium, Deborah Hanlon, back from the Center for Being, Knowing, Doing, And she says, our past conditioning is running our lives today. We are behavioral beings. We are taught things, and that creates a neural groove in our brains. And that neural groove creates what we think is reality and what is true, real, and quote-unquote good and right in life. And for many things, that works and it's fine, you know, showering and, and taking care of our hygiene and something we're taught, and that is a good thing. So uh, it's not all bad, but some of our conditioning is based on lack or based on misinformation a lot of times. And when we carry that misinformation or that concept of lack throughout our whole life, we believe and literally play out lack or misinformation as a truth in the world. And if when we believe things so firmly to be true and real and this is all there is, that's all we strive for and achieve. So, for example, if we were raised very, very, very poor, for instance, and we never had an opportunity to see or experience uh, opportunities or um, if we weren't trained or raised to, to study harder, to go for our best, that becomes a way of life and living. And we play that out, and we believe that's it. That's, this is what life is, and there's no chance and opportunity for me to move forward. Now, of course, there's exceptions to every single rule that I talk about. So some people will say, I know so many people who were raised very poor, and they've become very quite the opposite, and they're 100% true because they changed their thinking and their thoughts 
about their situation and made changes about it. I'm talking about the things that, like weight, you know, people unconsciously, if you had an overweight parent, instantly you're just thinking that's the way life is. If you have a parent that didn't, or, or a caregiver that didn't exercise, you start learning not to exercise. So we have these conditionings and some are great and good and some are not. So I ask people in my work, you know, what is not working for you in your life? And some people say, I just can't get a job. I just can't find the job that I like. And I challenge them to go back first into how their conditioning created this quote-unquote block that they're talking about. In that instance, if you have parents or caregivers or your main people who raised you from science of zero to nine, I usually say zero to 14, and they believe that the best path in life is a very safe job, nine to five, you work for 30 years and you have pension and everything is very safe, some people that works for, and that's wonderful. Other people that will never work for and they will never be happy with it. So your path condition, if you think that's true and right and good, you try to fit that mold and it, it doesn't work for you, but you don't know that it's your old thoughts that are propelling you forward. I'm thinking, too, of fear. I grew up in an Italian-American community where there was so much uh, superstition that some people wouldn't even hang a picture on the wall because they didn't want somebody to give you maloik, the evil eye. So they didn't put pictures of their kids up or things like that because they thought, you know, that was almost bragging. You didn't, that was a gift from God and you didn't want to celebrate things too much. So that was a fear that was part of the culture that I grew up with. And I lived it for a long time until finally I said, hey, this isn't working for me. How do exactly. other people come to that point to say, hey, this isn't working for me? See, the best thing in nature is that, you know, so many people were afraid of pain, right? We're afraid of emotional pain, physical pain, mental pain. Nobody wants it. And I certainly don't want I don't want it. But sometimes the universe, you know, you could either learn gently and, and carefully and evolve gradually. And that does happen and can happen. But a lot of times things get so intense and so bad that you can't handle it anymore and things start breaking down around that conditioning or I call them their core beliefs, beliefs that we believe to be true. Usually if we ignore it or we're not even familiar with this concept, then it has to kind of knock us on the ground and we have to learn kind of what we would say, quote unquote, the hard way. So hopefully as you start really assessing your life, you can, you can I always say you could trick the system, meaning start looking at your life. What's not working? for you. Um, I, I, right now, my life is, I live a very wonderful life, but I still will every once in a while kind of assess my life and things like, what's not working for you right now? What are you doing that's, that's not feeling really good for myself now? So that I can keep dipping back and seeing like, oh, where am I pulling from my past beliefs about whatever? So it's right. a constant process, a constant process. So it's really looking at it. And how do you look at it? Pay attention to your thoughts about whatever is not working for you. Right. It's mindfulness. It requires slowing down. It requires not filling ourselves and busying every moment on our phones and devices and TVs and this and that. And I'm the guiltiest of all. I'm completely addicted to my phone. But I also have that, okay, Dad, i got to do a check-in. Where am I at? So it, it takes mindfulness. But once you have that mindfulness and right. the ability to really look at yourself and see what's not working for you and take away whether something is right or wrong, you're doing
doing something correct or not correct based on your beliefs, then you start to be able to evolve and change and transform quite simply and, and gently. Yeah. Take the easy route. I often say to my Ricky clients and my coaching clients, tell me what you can't do. Yes. Tell me what you can't do. Tell me where you're stuck. Because yes. that, that's where we'll, we'll start our process. So yes. uh, you can teach us, Deborah Hanlon, intuitive medium, how to recognize and tap into our own personal intuitive self. You say, what you feel is real. And since the last time we spoke, you gave me that great big aha. The top came off of my head and a flower grew up. And that was, your feelings are talking to you. You know, we so often push them aside or push them down, our feelings. Now, every time I have a feeling, it's like, oh, hello, feeling. I'll give you the floor. What would you like to say? Right? So tell us how we can tap into our personal intuitive self. So it all kind of combines together. So as we're looking at our past and our conditioning and we're examining all of that, it actually brings us up to the present moment. And the present moment, we can check in on how we feel. How am I feeling about this relationship? How am I feeling about this particular doctor's office? How am I feeling about taking this road to work? I mean, you can apply this to absolutely every aspect of your day if you want to. But if you don't know your past conditioning well enough, you can't really quite get, grasp and get where you're at in this moment. So that's, that's why we're talking about the past and moving forward to create the future. Once you get present, that's where the intuitive self really lies. That's what is right there in front of you. When you're present, you have a pretty clear feeling all the time. It's only when we're thinking about the past or using our past conditioning that people will tell me, well, I don't know because in the past, like, I had this boyfriend and, and now I'm confused with this new guy because of this old guy that I used to date. He didn't feel good and I, I thought he was great at the time. And I say, look, you're going to the past to figure out something happening right now. Ah. You need to go to this moment and feel, how do I feel? And you know what is a great thing? The words, I don't know how I'm feeling, is a feeling. So people always have this feeling or this, this inclination to, to, to absolutely need to know. And I would say, I don't know is clear. And if you get an I don't know, you do nothing. You right. don't know yet. You don't have the information. We are an impatient species, and I feel that we're all, myself included, getting increasingly more impatient the faster we're able to, you know, order food and it's here in a moment and all of that impatience is going to be the problem of the intuitive self so it it requires a slowing down again getting yourself to this moment how do i feel about this person the situation the scenario in this moment and then i'm telling you it will either be an i don't know so that means you don't do anything it'll be a absolutely nope it doesn't feel right or hey this feels pretty good It'll be very clear. It'll be one of the three. When you slow down. You know, impatience has become the law of the land. We're all moving so fast. But I believe truly being patient and present is a much more natural state. I think it goes back to what we were first talking about. Impatience, we've been conditioned to be impatient. Yep. Yep. You're 100% correct. 
and impatience is going to be is the bane of existence to our intuition. So people will say, you know, I'm I'm not really intuitive. I keep picking the wrong the wrong scenario for me. I keep getting it wrong, which is also not correct. Every step we take is exactly teaching us something if we allow ourselves to be taught. But it's it's when we slow down and go, how do I feel? Not based on anyone else's thoughts about the situation. How do I feel as a mother? What do I need to do as this student? What do I need to do as this physician? Or, you know, whatever role you're in in that moment, when you really learn how to check in with yourself and know where you're coming from as best we can, no one is 100% on this planet, but as best you can, you're, you're so much clearer mm-hmm. every time. And now a public service announcement for the people on all the dating apps who go on the dating app, they meet a guy, it doesn't work out well, so they come home and they get back on the dating app and then they meet another guy and repeat, repeat, repeat. Put your phone down. Put your phone down, take a break from the dating app. This has been a public service announcement. Now, I've just watched so many of my friends just do that, you know, that impatient thing. Well, it didn't work, so I'll try again, so I'll try again. Chill for a minute. Let's check out what's going on with you. Uh, You say, and I've never heard this thought before, but that's why I love talking to you, because you grow my brain, that we enable our own nonsense and BS. Yep. We have we have our own personal enabler. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> we really do. So in the concept of enabling is always placed on I enable so and so's behavior, someone else and and how I allow them and and mothers we do it and parents we do it and and it happens in the world, but you really need to be conscious of when you're enabling other people's behavior. But there's a lot of buzzwords on that. There's a lot of information on it. How many times are we enabling our own BS? We do it all the time. Again, it goes back to those conditioned thoughts, too. It goes back to, you know, oh, well, you know, I just, I'm really probably not going to get that job because I, you know, never did before, or I'm really nervous, I'm a really bad interviewer, or whatever the, the, the thought process, you're going to tell yourself that inner dialogue, that inner dialogue person that's speaking to you is the enabler, is the one going, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you probably can't do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need to really, really, again, pay attention to our thoughts and kick out that inner enabler. That inner, I actually call it the inner (laughs) (laughs) a-hole. And I, everybody who knows me, I have, I have a saying that I say that your brain is an a-hole. And I know that's not politically correct, and I know people will think that's crap, but it really does remind you of, you know what, if your brain is telling you something, your inner dialogue is a negative dialogue, I guarantee you that is coming from something in the past that you just keep putting on replay in your mind over and over, and it is never helpful to you. Right. Never helpful. So um, you, you quiet that inner voice, that dialogue that's, that's kind of enabling you to give you that excuse of why such and such isn't working out. Why can't I lose weight? Why can't I get that job, have that relationship? Why can't I move? I mean, there's 800,000 scenarios, and I know your listeners are already checking off in their minds the things that they tell themselves that they can't do and the reasons why, but I'm telling you that's your inner enabler. Yes, our brain wants us to stay safe, right? Doesn't and, and protect us. Our brain wants to protect us. That's what it's there for. It wants to protect us with using the misinformation that was given earlier. So, right. you know, 
it's it's not always valid. If the protective brain says, hey, don't step out in front of a moving train, the brain would be completely correct. So that's an, an in-the-moment thing. But if the brain says, hey, you know what, um, all people with very bushy eyebrows are not good. I mean, this is how our brain works. If, if somebody upset you when you were, say, six, seven, eight years old and they had very bushy eyebrows, the brain records that. And the brain recalls bushy eyebrows are not good. Right. It, it, so, the, the brain then scans the universe for bushy exactly. eyebrows. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And and we just need to grow ourselves up into this moment and go, okay, hold on a second. I am safe in this moment. And because you can't ask yourself when you're totally unsafe, am I safe in this moment? Because you're either safe or you're not. <laughs> you know, when you're drowning in a in an ocean, you're not going to go, ooh, oh my gosh, I'm, I, am I safe or am I not safe? You are just instantly in go mode. But when you're asking yourself, is this moment okay? How do I feel? It means you're safe. You can ask yourself that question. Beautiful. You don't. You don't need to scan that the past, but we do. We do, and it's it's just something we need to be aware of. And people ask me all the time, you know, you're a medium. Why do you talk about this stuff? And I constantly tell people that the the deceased and the consciousness, the way the deceased exists, their consciousness can be adopted in living, in physical living state, because it's a consciousness. So the deceased has actually taught me how to live, how to think, how to be in this moment. Okay. Uh, Intuitive medium, Deborah Hanlon, what should our inner voice sound like? Mm, If we don't want to have a whole talk, what should the (laughs) inner voice sound like? That is such a phenomenal question. It should be kind, compassionate, and moving you forward. Moving you forward, because we all like to get stuck in a comfort zone in one aspect or all aspects of our lives. So it should be kind, compassionate, gentle, but moving us forward. You could be kind and compassionate, and that could be your inner enabler, (laughs) going, oh, it's okay, it's okay, You you don't need to stick your neck out, you don't need to try harder, you're fine right where you are. That's not really quite just it. Kind, compassionate. Hey, Deb, I know you're really nervous about X, Y, and Z, but you know what? You can never, you never, you'll never know until you try it. Why don't you just try it? What's the worst thing you can do, Deb? Fail? Okay, you do fail when you try something. Never. I believe you don't. If you try something, you'd never fail. If you fail, you means you don't try something. So it should be constantly propelling you forward, pushing you forward out of your comfort zone, allowing you to have a a surrounding core group of people who also support you in that moving forward. Wow, you're good. <laughs> and it all sounds and trust me, it all sounds so like yes, yes, yes when we're when we're hearing it, but it's it it's really the living it. It's yeah. the doing it. It's the being it that that yes can get tricky until it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a life practice. Loving yourself is a life practice. Now tell me about these deceased people. Uh, <laughs> are they visiting you all the time or just when you beckon them? I do have a little bit of a deal with them. I, 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 I do not get bombarded um, like you see so much on TV where it's constantly like when you're in the deli and all that. I don't have that at all. Um, I, it's a focus. It's a conscious, conscious uh, training of my mind to pay attention to either what's physically right in front of me 
or what's energetically right in front of me. And we all have that ability. We might not have all have the ability to, to bring messages from the other side. I don't believe everyone is a medium for everyone else in the world. Um, just like I don't believe everyone is a Grammy award-winning singer. You, you know, we can all sing, but we can't all win a Grammy for it. But, you know, we all have the ability to train our mind to, to place a focus at any point in our life. That's in physical, what's right in front of us. Uh, that's in goal planning, to, to focus on what's going, moving you forward. That's even in the past. When you want to look at, like, the past, you can place your focus to the past. You can also place your focus to the energy of your surrounding. That's if you take a walk in the, in, the, in, a, in the woods, you can place your focus on the energy of the trees and the grass and the ground. So it literally applies to anything. The boardroom. If you're sitting in a boardroom, you can place your focus on the energy in the boardroom. So this is the stuff that the deceased have taught me, and this is where I get completely on fire and alive because I think, oh, my gosh, I want to help people live better. I just wrote my first book. It's called In the Presence of Proof, and it's a medium's view on how we can create heaven on earth, because that's the point. We are still here in the physical. We will be fine when we pass, but what do we do to live better now and create our own personal heaven on earth? Intuitive medium Deborah Hanlon. Now, who's sending me the dimes? Are they coming from heaven, or does my husband just have a hole in his pants? Now, is your father passed, Casey? Yes. Yeah, it's him. I thought so. Yep, it is a male presence, and he actually has a very, um, a very like logical personality. You know, very. How do I explain? Like this is this is this moment. This logical is the word I can come. Measured, a very measured logical personality mm-hmm. um, that doesn't really stray from the norm very well. Feels very old school. Very old school. Yes. So he's the one that that is, gives you those little winks and those little reminders. Okie doke. All right, where can we go for more information? Uh, lots of information on my website. It's Deborah Hamlin, D-E-B-O-R-A-H-H-A-N-L-O-N. I'm on Facebook. I do Facebook Live information on Monday nights where you can log on and connect with me and ask me questions about all of this Monday nights. And I do workshops and classes at my center called the Center for Being, Knowing, Doing in Newburgh, New York. So I'm all over. I try to make myself extremely accessible because I love speaking and connecting not just to the deceased, but so much to the living because I, I really do feel that my goal is not to sort of resurrect the deceased as much as to resurrect the dead parts of our living selves. Shazam. <laughs> Her name is Deborah Hanlon. She's an intuitive medium from the Center for Being, Knowing, Doing. The Center for Being, Knowing, Doing.com is where you can find more about Deborah Hanlon. Her message today, past conditioning, is running your life, so be mindful of your limiting beliefs. Challenge your thoughts. Your feelings are trying to tell you something. Listen to your feelings. And if you don't know, you don't know. Just wait. Don't go to the past to figure out the future. Check your belly barometer in the now. How do you feel now? Impatience will not serve you. And don't trust your brain either. If your brain is throwing negative messages at you all the time, it's probably being a you-know-what. And keep a good, clean tribe around you. Surround yourself with people who want to see you fly. Join a circle of women on Facebook. That's what we do. It's nothing but love and support. And if you know someone who needs a healing circle, 
for trauma. We'll be having one of those February 17th at Marion Delanasening. Just for fun, a country line dance on February 23rd at Mount Carmel Hall in Verplank. And then the weekend retreat at Mariondale and Ossining, March 1st through 3rd for women only. We're going to do some EFT tapping and muscle testing. You'll learn about the living energies of Orosoma. We'll also have sound healing from Rosemary Boyle Lasher of the Rose Healing Center. She has a crystal lyre. It's unbelievable. Looking forward to that. All the details at Casey.co, K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O, where you also get an inspirational message every day. Yes, you do. And of course, you get an inspirational message here today. Our thought for the day is from Roy T. Bennett, who said, Believe in yourself. You are braver than you think, more talented than you know, and capable of more than you imagine. Shana. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.